Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is getting daf ayin zayin. We left off on daf ayin vav amid beis. We are at the Gemara right after the Mishnah on daf ayin vav amid beis. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children, Ali the Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha Allah Shalom. And it's also sponsored by the Penstein family in, Mayor, in, in memory of Mayor Penstein. We thank both sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So what we're going to discuss today is first we're going to figure out when do we assume that a get is chal lemafreya and when do we assume that it's only chal at the completion of the tenai. Meaning if a person says if I don't go back within 12 months uh, then the uh, the get should be a valid get. So how would that have to be formulated for us to say the get is chal back at the beginning when he originally gave it and how would that have to be formulated for us to say that the get is only going to be chal 12 months later and in that context Context of that, we're going to talk about, and what if the fellow dies within? The, what if you have one of those situations where it's only going to be chal twelve months later, but the fellow dies within the twelve months? Can we allow her to get remarried? Then, at the end of the parak, we're, we're going to finish up the seventh parak and, uh, and and begin the eighth parak today. So, at the end of the parak, the gemara is going to uh, talk about what does before or after mean? Meaning, if a person uses in his lashon of his tonight, that we'll do this uh, after Shabbos. We'll do it uh, after the Shemitah year. So those can't mean the same thing, right? Can't be referring to the same period of time. After Shabbos might be a smaller window than after the Shemitah year. How much after the Shemitah year is still considered after? How much after Shabbos is considered after? How much before is considered before? And then we're going to begin, Hashem, the eighth parak of Mesechah's Gittin, and the Mishnah is going to talk about where the get has to land in order for her to be kind of the get. What if the get is not placed directly in her hand, but it's in her chatzer, it lands in her basket, it lands in some other area that is somehow shayich to her. And the Gemara is going to talk about how can she can, how is it even possible that a woman can be kind of a get through her chatzer if after all, her chatzer is not her chatzer, it's his chatzer because she's married. So how exactly does this work? So the Gemara is going to formulate the principle called Gita v'yada ba'in ke'echad. And we're going to apply that to Gita v'chatzera ba'in ke'echad. That even if a person, let's say, doesn't even have the rights over that which goes into their hand, that's only because they still have this relationship where they're married or a person is an Evid and called Masha Kana Evid Kana Adon. So, but nevertheless, if the, the very item you're putting in that person's hand frees them of that relationship, so then the hand is going to be able to work to, uh, to free them of that relationship. So the Gemara is going to tell the story where that principle of Gita V'yad in Ke'echad originated. And then toward the end of the daf, the Gemara is going to talk about where the woman has to be standing in order for her chatzar to acquire a get for her. Meaning, is there, uh, is, is, is there a requirement that she be standing right near the chatzar, or could she be standing anywhere? That way it doesn't matter where she is, as long as the get lands in her property. So that's going to be toward the end of the daf. So let's begin at the Gemara on daf ayin vav beis. So again, we had a Mishnah that we closed with yesterday, where the Mishnah had said, at least at the beginning of the Mishnah, that if a fellow says, That's all he says. This should be your get. If I do not return within 12 months, and he never said the word, So we, we assume that the get's only going to be chal 12 months later. And therefore, if he dies within the 12 months, ain't no get, because that's a get la'achar misa. That does not work. So Tana, we, uh, we, we were taught that Rabbi Seinu even though our Mishnah was uh, about this, was absolute about this, 
that this really means that such a lashon really means the get's only going to be chal twelve months later, and therefore uh, the if he dies in between, it is not a get, and if he dies in between, she's going to need yibum and chalitza, all that. No, the rabbis Seinu disagreed. Rabbis Seinu allowed her to get remarried because they hold that even if you don't say me'achshav, it's ki'ilu you said me'achshav. It's obviously what the guy meant, that he wants the get to be chal right now as he's giving it. So man rabbis Seinu, who are these rabbis Seinu? On Rabbi Demeshwal, Beidina Deshar Mishcha. It's the famous Beisdin that was matir shemen akum, that, uh, which is Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, uh, Rabbi Yehuda Nasiyah, the uh, grandson of the original Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, and his is based in that initially included on the list of akum things that were usher in Avodzara Daf whatever Chavtes Lamin Hey you have uh, a whole list of items that are usher Chalav Akum and Bishal Akum and Stam Yenam so on that list there used to be Shemen Akum they made such a kazera but this based in was Matir the Shemen so that's what they were famous for but they also were Matir this woman to get remarried they also held that it's as if you said Me'achshav why because Savri La Krabiosi Dabrus Manol Shoshtar they hold like Rabbi Yossi that since the get is dated and it's dated on the day that he gave it to her, not the day 12 months later, we view that as the date that the get is supposed to be chal and not the 12 month later date. So we follow the date actually written on the get. That Rabbi Yudha the grandson of the great Rabbi Yudha Nasi, passed in this hatter that she's allowed to get remarried, but his whole siyato means his whole, all of his chaverim in his uh, yeshiva, all of his uh, colleagues didn't agree with him. Kol shaito means that uh, throughout his entire life he couldn't find anyone to agree with him. That uh, the kol shaito, as long as he was alive, he couldn't find anybody to agree with him. So the Gemara is not, now not sure what if uh, right after um, the, uh, the, the husband dies, the divorced, if, if right after the husband dies, the divorce divorced woman uh, is uh, is allowed to, or the woman who, who's not, who may or may not yet be divorced, is allowed to, is she allowed to get remarried or not? I mean, does she have to wait until the 12 months? So I'm going to say, Rabbi meaning in a case where the get is going to be chal limafreya, it's going to be, it's going to make them divorce from the time of the Nesina, because the deal was, if I don't come back within 12 months, and he dies within the 12 months, so he's not coming back within the 12 months, so does she have to wait for the 12 months to be up, or can she just get remarried? Married right away. So I'm like Rabbi Lazar said to Ahu Saba that Kishar Shurisuha, when you, Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya and his Beisdin, when you're Matir, this woman whose husband died before the 12 months are up, to get remarried, how far does that have to go? Li'alter Shurisuha or Allah Shurisuha? Are you only Matir, are you Matir to get married right away or are you only Matir to get married after the 12 months are in fact up? Li'alter Shurisuha the svara to say that it should be right away is because he's not coming because he's dead or maybe you should be matir her after 12 months because only then is the tanai actually fulfilled when the 12 months are, uh, are up prior to that the tanai is not uh, is not fulfilled so that's the suffix of the Gemara. The Rambam Paskins L'Chumra on the Suffolk, and he says, And the guy dies, 
even though it's E-Evshar that he's going to come back, and she is clearly Megureshes, Lo Tinase, the Ram Paskins, uh, if there's a Yavam in place and there are no children, she's not allowed to get remarried until after 12 months are up, because only then is the Tanai actually fulfilled. Tosos asks, on the Gemara Suffolk, uh, the Gemara's whole Suffolk, whether to be Mater her right away or not, if we're Mater her right away, what do you have to worry about? The Tanai is going to be Makuyam. He's dead. He's not coming back. Meaning, what's the Svara to be concerned uh, enough that you're going to wait for 12 months? So Tosos says that it's a that uh, if we in a chinami, there's no concern in this case but if we're going to allow the woman to get remarried before the 12 months are up so even in a case where the guy doesn't die where people say come on he's not coming back you know he's not coming back he says he's happy there and he still might come back, so people will, uh, will come to Imatir in those cases as well. That it's purely a gzera. The Yushalmi quotes a machlokas about this din, and the Yushalmi says that Rabbi Chagai says she's mutaris to get married right away, and Rabbi Yossi says she's asu to get married right away, she has to wait the Yud Beis Chodesh. Ani Omer Nasulo Nisim Vichaya. That it could be, we believe in Tchiyas Amesim. It's not so certain that he's not coming back within 12 months. Tchiyas Amesim, we say, Brachon Shman Nasri every day, Mechaya Amesim. So it could be that he is coming back within 12 months. So even if he dies within 12 months, we have to be Choshesh, that uh, he's going to be, that, that that year is going to be when Tchiyas Amesim happens. So from the, based on that Yerushalmi, the Chida, based on that Yerushalmi, the Chida writes in Birka Yosef, that if a person... Uh, dies and there's some sort of nace that happens where he comes back to uh, to life he's still married to his wife and uh, the ishus is not nifka um, be- uh, from from the death because at the end of the day he's still alive and the Bible is also molded to that premise it's just a question do you have to worry about that that's a uh, it's a big chiddush right meaning the idea that uh, that if, uh, that it's not the death that uh, that 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 ends the marriage uh, it's uh, it's permanent death that ends, or it's the death that at least puts the marriage on pause. A pause enough that normally when a man dies, she's allowed to get remarried. She's allowed to marry somebody else. So what happens if she gets remarried and then the guy uh, the guy comes back? You know, it's like a movie premise or something. You know, like a, so. So then then what? Uh, how, how do we view that? But that's the way the chida understood based on that uh, based on the Yushalmi. Um, the Knesset Sagadol also says that Savrani, that if the woman dies Tachas uh, Baila Misa Vadaus, and then a Navi like Elio uh, is Mechaya her like a, like he was for the Ben Atzarfus or Elisha to the Ben Ashunamis, the Lopaka Zika Zika Sabal Me'aleha. Her connection to her husband does not go away, and she's not allowed to marry somebody somebody else. So that's uh, that again quite a chiddush uh, doesn't uh, come up so often in uh, in halacha. The Paras Yosef raises the question. Question that in Cain he says if that's true that Yushalmi is correct then every single woman how could she ever get remarried when her husband dies maybe a nace will happen he'll get up from his kever and uh, you know he's coming back so he says that by all women since the Torah says that Misa Sabal is matir so even if because uh, um, out he comes back she's not going to be asur because she was hutra b'misaso as opposed to over here where the husband's megarisher al tanai if he doesn't come back within twelve months so mainly if he does the gets going to be Batel, because the tonight will have never been fulfilled, but uh, she's still going to be in Almana, because her husband is, is, is dead, but if there's a Yavam, she'll still require the Yibam, because even if uh, the husband comes back, she's called an Almana, she's not called a Grusha. 
So she would still require the yibum. I mean, it's not that she's, she would go back to her husband. It's that the yibum would still be required because the get is not activated. They have to make some sort of chilik like that. So anyway, ask the Gemara, why did we only raise this suffix on the idea of that, that uh, Rabbi Yudin and his Beisdin were matir her to get remarried? Why don't we just ask the suffix on the mission itself? The mission spoke about a case where uh, the get's only going to be chal 12 months later. When he said explicitly, that was also a case in the Mishnah, where a guy says, if I don't come back within 12 months, and he dies within 12 months, so why don't we ask over there? That's the same shayla. Is it a get right away because he's not coming back, or is it a get because he was mekayim the tanai? So it says, yeah, yeah, we could have asked the shayla, but it happened to be the zakein that was asking this question happened to have been there when Rabbi Yudinasiyah was matir the woman so he asked about that case where it came up but it's the same shaila that we have on the Mishnah so uh, says the Gemara which case exactly do we have a machlokas between the Tana of the Mishnah and the Rabbi Yudinasiyah's based in so I'm Rabbi Akol Modim meaning there are certain cases where it's obvious that the get is only meant to be chal 12 months later there are certain cases that it's obvious the get is meant to be chal right away at the Shas Nesina what is the case where there is a machlokas. Everyone agrees that if the man says to his wife, when the sun comes out from its protective covering, that's the way they, I guess that's what they assumed happens at night. So uh, when, the, when the sun rises in the morning, a lot of times it's not what they actually assumed happens. It's they describe it as things appear, even though that's not what uh, they know. That's not what actually, uh, what actually happens. Although with the sun, we do have some questionable, uh, you know, the, the Gemara says some funny things about what exactly happens with the with the sun and night. But anyway, uh, that that for sure means that the get should only be chal when the sun comes out. And therefore, if he dies that night, she's not going to be divorced. That would definitely qualify as a uh, problem of a get and therefore the get does not work. Similarly, on the flip side, if he says Al-Minas, that the sun rises tomorrow morning, so then he means Me'achshav, that the get should be called right now as I'm giving it to you. When you say Al-Minas, that's as if you're saying that you want it to be called right, right now. So, <laughs> excuse me. So it's as if he, uh, he said explicitly that right now the get should be chal limafreya when the sun comes out tomorrow morning, and therefore if he dies that night, they are in fact divorced. Lo nechluchu ela be'im The whole machlokas is if he didn't say almanas and he didn't say lechisha, but he says im teitzei. So savla kraviyos mar savla kraviyosi. The time of the brisa holds like kraviyosi. Damizman shalshar mochiyachalav. That if the date on the get is the previous day. So the divorce back to the previous day. It's the same as saying or where it's clearly going back to the earlier day. And Mar and 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 the time of the Mishnah does not hold like Rabbi Yossi that this man is mochiach that it's supposed to be chal and it's as if you just said. 
Limati alone, and he doesn't intend for the get to be chal until after he dies, and it's as if he says, "When I die." So uh, the uh, so so that's the case of machlokas. Now the Mishnah said, "Kisvu tenu get liishti imlo basi mikan v'kasvu." So he said, "If the man instructs uh, people, write and give a get to my wife. If I don't come back within twelve months, and they wrote the get within the twelve months, but they only delivered it and gave it to her after the twelve months." Tanakama said, "It's not a valid get. They didn't." Listen to his instructions. They wrote the get too early. But Rabbi Yossi says, Kazeget! Rabbi Yossi says that it is a valid get, even though they wrote it before the end of this month. So the Gemara says, Ravashi, get kosher, that uh, maybe Rabbi Yossi holds that a get that's written with a tzivoy uh, on some sort of tenai, even though the tenai is not fulfilled, the get is going to be kosher, because isn't that what's happening over here? He said that after uh, 12 months, you're supposed to write the get. They didn't fulfill that tenai, they just wrote the get before the 12 months, and he still says it's kosher. No, maybe Rabbi Yossi holds that such a get is possible. The shiny hacha, midahavale the memor, over here it's different, because there's a better formulation if you really would have been mocked that they get only be written after the 12 months. He should have said, if I don't come within 12 months, then write and give the get. That's not what he said. But Omar, he said, Kisvu tenu imlobasi. He had the words kisvu tenu before the words imlobasi, and therefore there's a way to touch up his set, his his words in the following way. You could put, put a comma in there, an extra word as follows: Hachikamar kisvu me'achshav. That kisvu that could be right away. Right, and and give it if I don't come back within twelve months. So the they are fulfilling his directive. If uh, if they write to get within the twelve months, Rabbanon lo shachi lo shachi. The Rabbanon say it doesn't matter. You know, if you put it in this order or that order, it's clear that he means he only wants to get written after twelve months. So Tan Rabban. Now the Brisa tells us what's considered before a time and what's considered after a particular uh, period of time. Laachar shavua. If a person says the hariza kitech, if I if I don't come back uh, after uh, this uh, shemitah cycle, so shana that means within a year after the shemitah cycle. Liachar shana if he says uh, this should be a a, a, a a good get if I don't come back until after the year is over. What's after the year? Chodesh. Liachar chodesh Shabbos. If he says after the month that there's some time right after in the immediate aftermath of the month, he means one week after the month is over. Liachar Shabbos, if he says after Shabbos, my. So then what's it in? How many days do you have after Shabbos that we still consider it to be after Shabbos? So Yas Rabbi Zeru Kamed Rabbi Asi, Ve'ami La Rabbi Asi Kamed Rabbi Yochran, Ve'kamer Chad B'Shaba Utre Utlasa Basar Shabsa. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, that's considered after the previous Shabbos. Arba V'chamsho Mali Shabta, Kamei Shabbata. But uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, that's all considered to be before the following Shabbos. So if you say, if I don't come back until after Shabbos, as long as you get there before Wednesday, uh, then uh, the get is going to be battle. But if you get there only on Wednesday, then the tonight is fulfilled and it's not going to be another, it's not going to be a valid get. Now this concept of after Shabbos, before Shabbos comes up elsewhere in Halacha. The tour in Orachayim, Simrei Shadites, quotes the sheet of Tosos and Masecha Shabbos, Tavkov Zayin, that if a person made a mistake and forgot to do Avdallah, Motsayi Shabbos, that he's allowed to say Avdallah up until Tuesday because it's still called after Shabbos. And the Rush writes that way over here in our Sugya as well. In the Alter Rebbe, the Shulchan Harav says, and also, if a person somehow uh, failed to do Shnai Mikra 
targum uh, before Shabbos, so he still has up until Tuesday to finish up the Shai Mikravecha targum. It's interesting, he has, he has until Tuesday to finish it up, but he's also allowed to start the next week before Tuesday, meaning that you get an overlap, right? Meaning he's allowed to start uh, earlier. When exactly you're allowed to start is uh, somewhat of machlokas. Do you, is it only after Shabbos is over? Is it only after Mincha and Shabbos when you already started the next week's uh, the next week's landing? Is it immediately after the uh, that, that 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 morning's Kriya Satara? Okay, I wrote about this in uh, in, in my third sefer, but that that's a uh, that's a, a discussion. But you see, this concept of after Shabbos going all the way through Tuesday comes up in other par- in other areas of halacha. Tanya, Rebbe Omer, a guy who says to his wife, "This should be a get." Uh, uh, so that if I don't come back after Yantif, so Shloshim Yom, that means 30 days after Yantif. When Rebichia went out and taught this halacha, that Lachar Regal means 30 days, and he taught it in the name of Adas Yachid, in the name of Rebbe, so everyone said, ah, oh, that's fantastic that you're teaching in the name of Rebbe, but Mishmei de Rabbim, when he taught it this very same halacha in the name of the Rabbim, in the name of the Chachamim, people were not excited about it. Why? Because they're okay with it being taught. In terms of uh, teaching the halacha, the shitos, and the meishamai, and all sorts of shitos that we reject, but they were not particularly pleased that people would think that this is the halacha. So if you say it in the name of Rebbe, no one's going to think it's the halacha, because he's a das yachid, we probably don't pass that way. But you say it in the name of Rabbim, and then everyone's going to think it's the halacha, so they were not happy about it. So we see that the halacha, we see that we don't pass in like, uh, like Rebbe on this, uh, on this matter. Um, now it doesn't say. Uh, so what do we paskin? Meaning it says after Yantiv thirty days is was Rebbe Shita. Great, but uh, what do we paskin if we don't paskin like that? So Rabbi Lachananel says that it's fifteen days after Yantiv, and the Ramban says, great. I don't know where you got that from, though. <laughs> Meaning like everyone's just like, like you just make up a number. Like how, how do you figure how do you figure that that out? So the Ramban. Thinks that maybe his svara is that just like la'achra Shabbos is half of a week, so la'achra chodesh might be la'achra regel might be uh, the uh, the 15 days, which is half of the 30 days that Rebbe said. Uh, even though uh, regel is not a unit of time, so it must be. But uh, we we do have this kind. It's more likely um, it, it, this might relate to uh, the discussion of shalom v'doshim b'chasachag shloshim yom kodem achag. That's actually machlokas tanaim in mesachas p'sachim. Is it shloshim yom? Or is it only Tezvavyom? And it could be that when it comes to Gittin, we're Machmir. That you, gotta, uh, you have to assume uh, the, the more Machmir of the two, the two Shitos. Um, the, uh, okay, so the, the, the Ritva disagrees. He said, no, La'achar HaRegel is the same as La'achar HaShabbos. Shabbos and Yantav are treated the same in people's minds, right? So if someone says after Shabbos, it means you get three days. So after Yantav also means you get three days. It means uh, the same amount of Yomei Chol after Yom Kodesh. <laughs> So the Ritva quotes such a shita as well. So now we move on to the uh, the eighth parak of Mesachas Gittin. So the Torah tells us that if a man gets uh, a man and a woman get married, and then things don't work out. So because of let's say for Christus, he writes her a get v'nasan biyada v'shil chamibesa. So the Cham Darshan that words v'nasan biyada doesn't have to mean that you literally put it in your hand, even if you get, put the get somewhere in her rishus and her chatzers kona for her, she's still megureshes. And when it says biyada, it means birishusa. So our Mishnah elaborates on that idea, on that concept that biyada doesn't literally have to be biyada. So hazorik el ishto. If a man is zorik eget to his wife, the reason it says hazorik as opposed to hanosein is to tell us that uh, even though... 
Chidush Harim writes that even though uh, it says in the Torah V'nasim Biyada, Zrika is also Bechlal Nesina, that uh, Zrika counts as uh, Nesina as well, right? That's what we're machmir in Shulchan Aruch in, uh, in Yerdeya, in uh, Hilchus Nida, that just like uh, one is not supposed to pass something to his wife uh, when she's in Nida, Afilu al Zrika, you're not even supposed to throw things to her, Zrika is called a Nesina. So if a person is Zoriket Liishto, um, and Vihi Betoch Beisa O Betoch and she's in the house or in her Chatzar, She's Mugreshes because the get has been acquired through a Kenyan Chatzar. But if he throws her the get and it's in his house, in his Chatzar, even if the get lands on the same bed that she's lying down on, so uh, nevertheless, in a Mugreshes, because it's on her Rishos, she can't be called with the Kenyan Chatzar if it's his Rishos. But if he throws it into her uh, lap or into her basket, where it's her clothing that catches it or a basket that she has, a cleave that she has that, that, that catches it, even though it's in his house, Harezum Goreshas. Then she is Mugureshas because a person is not Makbid on the location, on the spot where someone puts down their basket in uh, in their house. So uh, so so uh, that, that's considered to be her location and not his. It's considered to be Rishusa, not Rishuso. So now, we had said in the beginning of the Mishnah that if you throw it into the house or into the Chatzar, she's Mugureshas. How do I know Kinyu Chatzar works for a get and you don't have to put it Biyad Dafka? After all, it says, Vinasan Biyad Da. It says you got to put it in her hand. So, Tatana Rabbah. We have a price that elaborates. Yes, the Torah says benasan biyada. Say From those words alone, I would think it, it's limited to only your hands. Gaga chatzera v'kapefa minayin. How do I know that you could even put it in her roof or in her chatzer or in her uh, a, a, you know area sur- that's surrounded by a mechitza? How do I know that that would work as well? So tamaloma. That's what the pasuk says. Vinasan mikol makom. It says vinasan to uh, which means where, where, however you put it. It doesn't have to be dafka in the, uh, in, in the, in the in, in, uh, in her hand. So uh, we could darshan the pasuk because if you know put a comma in there. This is one of the me- method methodologies of, dr- of drushas that the Gemara has sometimes, that we punctuate it differently than we were, than we actually punctuate it, meaning differently than the Trump would punctuate it. So uh, we darshan it because of vinasan, and included in that is nasina, any nasina in Tereshus. And when it says biyada, it's not coming to limit the nasina to dafka biyada, it's coming to tell me that that Rishus that you put the get in has to be mishtameris, like her hand is mishtameris. It has to be an area that's a protected area, similar to how her hand is uh, something that she's uh, that she's able to watch over. We have a price that says just like this. When it comes to Kinyan Chatzar by Kinyani Gneva. The Torah says, Yado, it says, So Shnaim Yishalim. That if we find the Gneva in the Ganev's hand, so Shnaim Yishalim. He's going to have to pay Kefel. So, Yado. So I would only know from that Pasuk that the Ganev is Chayef to pay Kefel if uh, he stole the Gneva Mamush with his hand. He was Kona Bimashich or Bagba or something like that. Gago, Chatzero, Kapeifo. What if the behemoth walks on its own into his chatzer, into his backyard, and he's like, oh, okay, today's a good day, and he locks the door of his chatzer, and he uh, steals it that way. So he never picked up the behemoth with his head. He never did anything. He just has it. So Minayan, how do I know that in even such a case, he's cons- he's considered to have Kinyane Geneva, and therefore he's going to have to pay Kefel. Tamalomar, Himatsi, Timatsi, Mikalmakom. That's why he says Himatsi, Timatsi, which is a more general term, and we assume it's all-inclusive. So the Gemara now discusses 
discuss is why does the Torah have to tell me the concept of Kinyan Chatzar both by a get as well as by Kinyan Egineva. Again, we just mentioned the other day, generally speaking, if the Torah tells me something in one place, I have the right to assume it applies everywhere. So why would it uh, have to tell me this din in two different places? So Tzricha. We need to be told about Kinyan Chatzar both in the context of a get and in the context of Kinyan Egineva. Diyash mean get, if the Torah only would have told me that you could be kind of get with the Kinyan Chatzar, Mishan Bal that since you don't need the woman's das to be Megarish the woman on a Daraisa level, obviously you're not allowed to be Megarish a woman unless you have her das, but uh, for the get to work, you don't need the woman's das to be Megarisher. So maybe you see that the Torah makes it very easy for a get to be Chal. So maybe one of the ways the Torah makes it very easy for the get to be Chal is by allowing her Chatzar to be Kona the get. But there's no such thing as being Gonev something Balkarche. A person is only a Ganev if he wants to be a Ganev. So I would think we don't make it so easy to have Kinyani Geneva. And maybe it has to Dafka be by head. And if it only would have told me about the case of Ganev, I would say that that's a special knas that the Torah places on the Ganav, that even as Chatzar is Kona, uh, is to, to the point that if an Ones happens to the item, he's going to be Chayv Ba'onsin, and he's going to have to pay. I mean, that's what Kenyani Geneva are. Kenyani Geneva are not like, hooray, the Ganav gets to keep, you know, whatever. It's, 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 not, it's not that kind of Kenyan. It's a Kenyan for the responsibilities of the of the item. Meaning, if I own something, and then a terrible Ones happens, that's nobody's fault, and not in my control at all, so I lose, because it was my item that, uh, that I own. So that's what it means Kinyane Gineva. That if he has Kinyane Gineva on something, and then a crazy onus happens. Unlike every other Shomer who's a putter when, uh, when, when some sort of crazy onus happens, the Ganav, it's his in the sense that he's responsible for the onus. So he's going to have to pay back. And he's going to have to pay Kefel only if he has Kinyane Gineva. So uh, the, it's all a Kinas to make the Kinyane Gineva work. I will get, but if I get, it's not Shaykh say Kinas. So maybe we'll say that Chatzar does not work. That's why we need uh, the Chiddush in both places. So now, we have said in the Mishnah that if the get lands in her house or in her chatzar, it works. So chatzera, why would her chatzar work? After all, isn't the rule that whatever the woman owns, the husband owns? So even though the uh, the items, the mechassim the, the themselves may belong to the woman, but the husband is of the mechassim for use of those mechassim so long as they're married. So even if he throws the get into her chatzar, since he gets the payrolls of that chatzar, whatever that chatzar produces as long as they're married is his... So the get didn't really leave his roshos. So why could her chatzah be called her get for her? So Amr Blazer, because didn't mainly be It must be that he threw it into a chatzah that he dafka wrote off. That he dafka said, I don't want anything to do with this. I'm, not, I'm, I'm foregoing any of my rights in this chatzah. But does that really work to just say that really takes away all of his rights? Don't we learn in a brisa? If a person says to his partner in a field, any of these options, any of these formulations of or or it doesn't do anything. You are you're a part owner of the field. You can't be mafkia your bailus from the field by using one of these formulations. So the husband is uh, the rightful owner of the payrolls of this field. He can't be mafkia his ownership of the field by using one of these formulations. because of No, he does it before he ever became an owner of the field. While they're still only 
that if you have something that's going to be coming to you, you can preempt it by using one of these lashonos to write it off and say that I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, to have kinyanim on this item. Where do we find this? Like Rava taught, if a person says, I'm not interested in the takanas chacham that they do for my benefit, like this, we'll see what like this means, then we listen to the person, then they're not uh, the beneficiaries of it. My kigonzo, what's a kigonzo? Even though the Chamor Masakin that the husband has to provide his wife with Mizonos, and in exchange for that, whatever Maisiadaim she produces goes to the husband and normally they did that for the, but they did that for the benefit of the uh, of the woman because most women were not producing enough maizayadayim to support themselves they just did it that there shouldn't be Ava the husband shouldn't feel like she's uh, she's only taking 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 so uh, we said the maizayadayim whatever little bit she produces isn't really much of anything <coughs> is going to go is going to go to the husband but let's say she makes a lot of money she has a really good job and uh, whatever support I was just at a chasana last night Sephardi chasana and they uh, they put in the ksuba uh, the dollar amounts of what it's uh, what it's going to be. I was shocked at how little it was. It was only uh, twenty six thousand dollars that they put in there. It's supposed to be enough to support a person for a year. I don't know the, the girls from the five towns. I don't know, like that's not, that's not to support a person for uh, for a year. I don't know what that, what that is. But uh, but if she has if let's say it's fifty thousand dollars, makes a little more sense. You know to support one person for a year or sixty thousand dollars, something like that. So. Yeah, and she makes uh, half a million dollars, so she could say, I'm not interested in such a takanas So she has the right to uh, forego that takanas chachamim. Rava, Amar so Rava says that uh, really, no, our Mishnah is uh, talking about even if he didn't say, didn't meaning, how do you normally give a get? You put it in her hand. Well, doesn't a hand belong to the Baal as well? But nevertheless, the Torah makes exeris akasov that it works. You can put a get in the hand and the get and the, and the, the, and the ownership of her own hand. Come at the same time. So the same is true when it comes to the chatzer. Wait, is that was that really ever a kasha that why she can she can receive a get in her hand? Is there such an Indian that a husband owns his wife's hand? So Rava yad di isha kakashale. Really, Rava was 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 bothered by how she could acquire with her hand. What her hand produces belongs to the husband. But yad gufa mikanile. We never heard of such a thing that the husband owns her hand. And this is not that which her hand produces. This is that which her hand receives. So amale Rava yada eved kakashale. No, no. What Rava was bothered by was how an eved could ever receive a star in his hand. If you assume like the sheet in Masachas Kiddushin, that when you're Meshachar and Kanani, you could just give him a star in his own hand. So Yad Eved Kiyad Rabo Damia. But what about the fact that Yad Eved has the same status as Yad Rabo? And therefore, how can the Eved be Kona Ashtar and So it must be that Gito Viado, by an Eved, his get, his hand, he uh, regains ownership of all at the same time. So Hachinami, and therefore we could say by a get as far as Chatzar is concerned. We were never bothered by a get as far as Yad is concerned. We were bothered by a get Shichur of an Eved as far as Yad is concerned. But that's the Hechrich that there is such a concept called Ba'in Ke'echad. And once we have that concept called Ba'in Ke'echad, we apply it to a Chatzar. So Gidav Chatzar Ba'in Ke'echad. So now the Gemara brings a Maisa 
that uh, Rava, that was the the original context within which Rava was mechadesh this din of Gito v'yadobah and kechad. There was a guy that was dying. The cousin of Gito, the bit that we wrote to get for his wife, padi padi demali shabata on erev Shabbos close to Shabbos. And he didn't have a chance to give it to her before Shabbos. Unfortunately, the machar the next day when it was Shabbos, alma. It looked like he wasn't going to survive for the rest of Shabbos. So also the Rava, the relatives of the woman came to Rava to say, "What should we do? The the, the good for nothing." Brother's not going to do even chalitza. We need to get her divorced before he dies. So So Rabbi said, "Go tell the shchiv mira Let him be makna to his wife with a kini chazaka. The makom where the get is is placed right now by saying to her Let her go and let her go and close and open the door of that room where the get is And through that she'll have a kini chazaka ditnan because. Uh, we have a Mishnah Masech Basra that the way to be Kona Karka is no God or Paris culture are raised Chazaka right a person can be Kona Karka with Kesef with Shtar or Chazaka but what is Chazaka Chazaka is no God or Paris said if you lock a door or you build a fence around something or you breach a fence so that shows ownership so when he's Makna the Karka where the Get is lying he could have Kavana that together with the Karka he's being Makna the Get as well with the Kinyan Agav because that's what the Gemara Kedushan of Vav says the you do on the a term that means karka. means metaltalin. So you can be makna metaltalin agav the karka. What does it help to be makna the makum where the get is to be kona the the get? But the place where the get is belongs to the husband. So how can he be makna the get? So if Rava was embarrassed, he didn't know how to answer that question. Then it turns out afterwards they discovered that she was really in Arusa. So we had not the the, the principle of Kamash Kansishkanabaila had not yet become operative. So Amarava, Imam Rasuya, so Rav says, Oh, now I have a defense for what I said. Because uh, yeah, maybe we say Kamash Kansishkanabaila by a Nasua, so maybe this wouldn't work if she was in Nasua. But don't worry, she was only in Arusa. Then Rava later said, you know what? It works for Nasua also. Because we have this principle of Ban Kechot. So I don't care that he owned the property. Why did it take Rava so long to think of that? Rava first was stumped and he was embarrassed and then he said, maybe it's only by an Arusa. Just say it. You're the one that taught us on the top of the Amur. This Maisa is where he originally formulated that rule. This is where he came up with it. So, yes, it came up on the top of the Amur, but the Gemara is not written in chronological uh, order. So, this Maisa came, uh, came earlier. Now the Mishnah had said, "Vihi betoch besa." That she is in her house or her chater. So Amru Ula vuhu she omedas bitzad beso bitzad chatera. When it says that the, her chater could be cut or her get for her, that's only if she's standing right next to the house or right next to the chater, not if she's somewhere very far away. Rav Shaya Amar afilu he bitzveri v'chatera bitzipori. She could be in a totally different city. He bitzipori v'chatera bitzveri magureshes. Still, the, she's going to be magureshes. The get's still going to work. Vayhi betoch beso betoch chatera. Katani, what do you do with our Mishnah? Our Mishnah says she's in her house. In her chatzer, 
No, no, no. What our Mishnah meant to say is, if a man is Zori could get to his wife, as long as it's as if she's in her house, or it's as if she's in her chatzar. What do you mean as if? Since it's a chatzar, she has a security system, and she's checking on her iPhone the whole time with the cameras to see what's going on over there. So it's a chatzar mishtameris. So that's enough. It has a fence around it. It's mishtameris based on her say so that it should be mishtameris. So that's enough for her chatzar to be kona the uh, the get. What's the basis of this machlokas between Ula and Ravoshaya? So leima b'hakam Maybe they argue about the following. One holds, Ula holds, Chatzar works midin yad, and the other holds that the mechanism through which Chatzar works is mishum shlichus. That if it works midin yad, just like yad, it says nasim biyad, the Torah tells us that, 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 that the Torah is being mechadesh that includes Chatzar as well, but just like you're samach to your yad at all times, you should be samach to your Chatzar as well. And others say shlichus, a shliach could be in a different city and he could Still, uh, you know, uh, he could still represent you. So, look, the Mishum Yada is Rabbi. Marsavar Ula holds ki Yada in the following sense. My Yada smucha av chatzir b'smucha. That's just like Yada is in close proximity. So too, the chatzir has to be in close proximity. The idach. Whereas Rav Ashayu would say, i my Yada b'dvuka av chatzir b'dvuka. How far do you want to take that? You're going to say just because her hand is attached to her body, the chatzir has, uh, has to be attached to her body. Eloki Yada. My Yada mishtamer. No, it only has to be like Yad. In that, it should be Mishtameris Ladaita. As opposed to Chatzar, that she's not the one in charge of protecting. That it's Mishtameris Ladas, somebody else, where it will then not be Konan for her. But whenever it's Mishtameris Ladaita, it's Konan for her, even if she happens to not be there at that time. Okay, but from tomorrow, we'll pick up with Hahu Gavra. Have a wonderful day.